Thank you for downloading this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. Uh, today we have Khalid Bashwa, founder and uh, CEO of Patari, the Spotify of Pakistan. And here with us today we also have Ayaz Ahmad, a current MBA student from Pakistan. So Khalid, thank you very much uh, for, for agreeing to this podcast. Thank you for having me. Khalid, can you tell me in one sentence, what is Patari? So Patari is a Spotify for Pakistan. It is the biggest collection of Pakistani music ever assembled and made accessible to the public online. Uh, so Khalid Ayaz here. Uh, so tell me a bit about, uh, you know, how did the idea of Patari come about? Right. So originally, um, we, Patari wasn't supposed to happen. We were instead doing a Hulu for Pakistan. So we wanted to do, uh, you know, put Pakistani dramas online and make them accessible to the public. Um, but, and we built a product and we thought, you know, there's no way TV channels would say no because the numbers and it was a beautifully designed product. We had put a lot of heart and soul into it, but, um, we weren't able to get anywhere with it because the TV channels were not willing to grant us their rights. The majority of them, actually. Um, but during that time, we met with Faisal Shahjan, who was the chief strategy officer of Jung Group at the time, which owns the, one of the biggest channels in Pakistan, Geo Entertainment. He took a liking to us, and over the years, he urged us to do music, and, he, and his argument was that everyone is looking to enter this market, but no one is looking after music, and music is pretty much dying. And but for the longest time, we didn't pay much attention to him. We were very focused on TV. But after two years, the grind became too much to bear. And uh, I remember after one call with the TV channel executive, I got extremely frustrated. And I called up Fessel and I told him that you know what, screw this. Let's let's think about me. Let's think about music instead. And I told him that I'd drawn up a plan to get going. Uh, and I called up the rest of my co-founders uh, in the morning and I said, you know what, I think we have a way forward here. Let's, let's, let's talk about music. Let's do music instead. <clears throat> and uh, so that is how it really started. Uh, and, but the more we dove into, you know, uh, uh, dive deeper into music and then the whole uh, project, we realized we were never as passionate about TV as we, for music, as we were for music. Because while the golden age of TV, Pakistani TV was actually passed, music was still pretty much there and there was an amazing amount of variety of music being produced. It just wasn't getting the right platform. So that was really gave us the impetus and, and you know, the motivation to actually keep going. And then we applied to Plan 9. Uh, that was about five months ago. And that's when Batari really and truly started. Fantastic. Uh, so, I mean, uh, you've slightly talked about this, but, you know, just to get into more detail, uh, firstly, how did you make Batari happen? Uh, you know, as far as the execution is concerned. And then was there any support from local entrepreneurs once you entered Plan 9 and, you know, especially from the musicians, uh, you know, whose, whose work you are featuring over there? And what were the challenges that you faced? Right. So the biggest problem in Pakistan is that because no one thought... So there are a couple of problems with respect to music. A, there was a myth that Pakistani music is not cool and hip enough. So Pakistan is a country where Pakistani music is produced and it's brilliant, it's textured, it's absolutely unique, it has a universal appeal. But Pakistan is a country where it gets no coverage. TV doesn't play Pakistani music, radio doesn't play Pakistani music, and there is no online platform where uh, people can actually go and listen to the music. And after years and years of piracy, this perception sort of perpetuated that Pakistani music is not what people want. But 
so that was the biggest problem that we had to build something and show it as a proof of concept to people before anyone actually supported us. So we were pretty much on our own for this start, from the beginning. And the only real help that we got initially was from uh, Plan 9, who gave us a platform in the office and a little bit of stipend to get us going. And a very small and tight group of musician friends that we had who said, all right, we see the potential, let's do this. But the broader artist community was unaware, <clears throat> and the industry is large. Uh, the radio channels, the, 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 the telecoms, which are, which are the only payment gateway in Pakistan and the biggest financial and marketing muscles, um, they were completely unaware. And I think they'd sort of lost confidence in Pakistani music as a whole. And that was the biggest challenge, really, to actually convince everyone. And I think we were lucky enough that we got an immense amount of traction from Kedgo, which turned heads. And from then on, it became easier. Because then you can go to an entity and say, look, this is the traction that we have. And this is the amount of user interest we have generated. And we were also able to very early on, um, because the four co-founders that we, we are, we bring a very unique mix to the table. And that was, all four of us, the roles that we played, are very critical in getting Patari going. Faisal Shahjan is a veteran of the industry. He was very critical in the overall strategy and getting all of the music labels and the rights sorted out. <clears throat> Myself and Humayo and Iqbal, the three other co-founders are coders. Um, Humayo is a mobile developer, I'm a front-end developer, uh, Iqbal is an infrastructures guy. So, and then we got uh, this music journalist uh, called Ahmed Nakwi, who assembled a killer uh, content team, uh, some amazing people who work for very less would bring an incredible amount of passion. They got our content library going. One of the biggest USPs of our product is our a compilation section, which is compilations of pop, rock, best of pop, rock, then moods like love, breakup. So it was pretty much a group effort where everyone pitched on the technical expertise and then the artistry of it. I have a, I had a friend, uh, Umar Gilani, who lent some brilliant art. You might have seen the Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan mural, the you know, artwork that we have. And some of the artwork that we did was very, very different from what people were used to seeing from a Pakistani startup. And it really caught people's fancy. So it was pretty much a brilliant, uh, you know, if I may say so myself, a very good intersection of uh, art, uh, music, tech and technology, which came together to actually make it work. Cool. You know, I mean, yeah, I've been following the website and the, the art that you're talking about is extremely well done. Um, but let's go back to something that you said earlier about the content. Uh, one of the challenges must, uh, challenges must have been just collecting that entire database. I mean, you guys have everything uh, <laughs> that I could at least think of. I've, I've tried to explore quite a lot of it. So how did you manage to collect such a large collection of music, especially in a country like Pakistan, where a lot of it has not been digitized before? Right. Um, so it's all down to the amazing content team that we had. There was initially one person that I had hired, Iman Shahid, was her name and she was the one who was responsible for collecting and uploading about 50 or 60 artists but then it became sort of this thing where people the moment we started handing it out a little bit people started coming in and saying look this is the music that we have this is the music that we recorded it's from this era that no one has heard before do you want it can we be a part of this so these five or six people Lebi Absar uh, you know Saadashad Eman all these people actually came together and these people actually contributed to the library I had a huge music library a lot of this music in Pakistan is actually built up in silos and people have the collections but it's never been brought out so we reached out to those people people we knew and said we need this content initially uh, so initially we so we went about it in a different way the problem in Pakistan is 
There are no entities, there is no one body you can go to for licenses. And no one actually listens to you if you actually, if you don't have a product. So the only way that we thought we could actually make it work was to actually get the content first, but put a beta invite on, restriction on it, so not everyone can access it. So it's actually pretty much a glorified Dropbox at this point. And once we have the content, make sure that before a single cent is made and before the beta restriction is lifted, we sort out all of the rights. So initially, we got the content from literally everywhere we could. Some of it we digitized digitized ourselves, we literally went into, you know, actually ripped ourselves even, we went into CD shops, people who had tapes, and we, you know, we digitized a bit of that as well, but there's a lot of content that still needs, is buried in silos, it's buried in PTV's archives, uh, and there's some very rare CDs that we were able to get access to from labels which were defunct, which we brought onto the platform. So it was, it was about six or eight months long process which started before the coding on Patari actually really began of collecting and curating and tagging this data. And that is another thing. This music has never been tagged and curated ever, you know, but we put in descriptions, pictures, tagged everything with genres and moods. And so it was a huge effort and it's all down to the amazing content team that we had that we were able to collect this library. Yeah, you need to give them a raise uh, very, very soon. Yeah, absolutely. Great job. I uh, I promised them islands in the Caribbean. Let's see how <laughs> that goes. <laughs> uh, so how has been the response to Patari so far? I mean, you guys are still in uh, beta stage. Then, yeah. uh, when are you guys planning to launch and how is the response? Right. In, you, know, you, know, you know, you hear about entrepreneurs talking about how they never thought the startup would get the traction that you did and you sometimes saying bullshit. Of course you knew. But, <laughs> but you actually don't. I honestly never thought people would love it so much. Uh, it started off by us handing out invites to a couple of our friends and saying, can you please share a screenshot? And then me and my co-founder, Romano, we did most of the early marketing. We had this, uh, uh, we shared a very similar comics, nonsensical, quirky comic sensibility. And we love cats and we use cats as a branding sort of a, you know, branding comic hook. And it really caught on because people were like, who are these people? What is, why is there an invite? here what are the talk why are they talking about music and cats and the inherent beauty of Pakistani music took care of the rest and it just it just exploded before we knew it, it was literally like being strapped to a rocket ship and we were trying to keep up because I remember when it started uh, going viral for two or three weeks we did nothing but actually do customer engagement and that was one of the things that really helped because we got in touch with every single person who tweeted about Patari. We thanked them, we answered their queries, we handed them invites. So that personal connection made a huge difference. Uh, at this point in time, in eight weeks, we have had 20,000 signups. Uh, we've converted 7,000 of those uh, and 7,000 people have actually signed up. We've sent invites to 7,000 people and uh, those 7,000 people have blown through a million songs, have streamed about 25,000 hours of music and our average time spent on site is about 25 minutes. And we were unique in this way that no other startup in Pakistan, no other even marketing campaign has gone viral. We spent nothing on it. And we were able to do it only because we had a good product and we were able to sell it well to the public. It set a good story around it as well. Um, and so, and then we, and that sort of translated into media hype. Generally what happens is that media, you pitch it to media houses or blogs and they talk about it and then tweeters pick it up but for us it happened completely the other way around it it was people who started talking about it and then we were featured in every single big newspaper in Pakistan from the biggest newspaper in Pakistan Don called us a game changer we were featured on BBC uh, on Hindustan Times Khalish Times uh, so you know 
we got that really expanded coverage uh, and the response has been absolutely phenomenal so far people absolutely love it so uh, we're planning to launch in about a, couple, a month or two uh, we're sorting out the rights and as soon as that happens uh, we're going to launch hopefully so Khalid um, music streaming it's overtaking yeah. downloads we see services like Spotify Tidal very soon Apple Beats or iTunes whatever they call going to call it um, they, they're international big players so how do you see Patari competing against these giants right so look it, I think it would be foolish to go after an incumbent who's so strong <clears throat> especially if there is a niche that needs to be fulfilled that these platforms cannot fulfill it's not just Spotify India has Savan and uh, Ghana as well which are huge but the thing is these platforms need to appeal because of their sheer size and the investments that they've made into their content, <clears throat> they've, uh, they really have to focus on the mainstream content, you know, the Lady Gagas and, and the Taylor Swift of the world to sell their content for Indian music, it's the Indian films. But there is, that leaves a huge swath of music that is not given the focus that it deserves. And that can only happen through a focused platform. And any incumbent cannot compete in the face of indigenous knowledge. What we have is indigenous knowledge of what people like about music, where the new musicians are, what the new music is, what they like, what they don't like. So because Spotify and Ghana and Savan have their core business uh, selling points, it'll be very hard for them to do. Yes, they keep adding the content to the library, but will they be able to push that content, focus on that content as much as Patari can and surface that content? So that is the problem. That, that is where we see a niche. That we will always be focusing on the regional musicians, the indigenous people. If we ever, for the longest time, we want to keep expanding Batari into territories, take Pakistani music international. India is a huge market for uh uh, for music and if you look at Ghana and Savan all you see is film music but I'm sure that there is a and we've seen a lot of interest from India because that is the only kind of music that the mainstream Indian population has but there are there is a huge Indian has a billion people there are a lot of people who are interested in alternative forms of music rock, pop you know funk rock, Sufi there's so much happening <clears throat> and if, if Patali was ever to for the next few years our aim is to take Pakistani music to that audience we have amazing English music as well you know the western audience could actually be exposed to that but if, if we ever were to expand, we wouldn't go and acquire the mainstream popular English music or popular Indian music. We would actually acquire the indie musicians of India or Egyptian or Iranian or Turkish music. So that is the kind of sort of dimensions that we want to expand into. Give, bring voices never heard or seldom heard to a platform where people can actually engage with them. So, Khalid, um, tell me, what does the future hold for Patari? I mean, you guys have started featuring albums from new artists. I was just seeing that on the website yesterday. Yep. You guys have redesigned it to uh, yep. have a, a trending this week section. Yeah. Uh, and so do you see Patari becoming a platform that also launches new musicians, uh, musicians as well as revive interest in the older generation of musicians? Absolutely. I think you've literally pretty much summed it up. Look, there are two aims to Patari. A, we want... There is, <clears throat> we lost a decade between 2000, after 2000, mid 2000s, 2015, Pakistani music got no publicity at all. The generation which grew up in that era 
has never been exposed to the amazing music that was made in 2000s or 80s and 90s or very little of it <clears throat> and then uh there is a huge audience like india and you know foreign audience which who grew up in in uh, who was never exposed to that music to begin with and we want to bring that music to them but at the same time what we've observed in our analytics is that while people do like to explore older musicians the interest is greater in newer musicians right so what the the, net, the strategy netflix had was that originally they built up on the existing libraries of content right so what they did was that because original programming was being produced at a healthy pace good quality programming they were able to push that to that their audience become big enough and then invest in original programming we do not have that luxury because pakistani music while it's still good it's not being produced at a pace that we require for a platform like patai to really explode <clears throat> Yes, we can expose an amazing amount of audience to this amazing music, but we need new music to be produced. Which is why the aim of Atari is actually bigger than an app and a website. We've already started investing in live gigs, in new musicians on a very small scale, very little amount of money. But they go a long way in Pakistan because there's literally no money in music at all. So the aim of Atari is to actually revive the ecosystem of Pakistan music. For that, <coughs> we need to expose the audience to the older music. and promote new musicians as well so one track that we released exclusively on patari was called bandook and that track became the most played the most shared and the most favorite track on patari in two days and other songs had two months to catch up so and it went viral on twitter and we then uh, put it got them on radio we got them a couple of interviews so the idea was to promote their music beyond patari and going forward we are forging strategic partnerships which will allow us to expand this vision where we ourselves can invest in music and promote new music so as you see in the new home page was actually always we actually always had it in mind that we needed a place where we can and we refreshed it this week actually as well where we featuring another exclusive new singles new albums so the whole aim and, and as you can see you will be you will see that the home page focuses more on the newer content it's a mix but it skews more towards the newer content so yeah that is the aim revive interest in the original in the, in the older stuff while at the same time promoting new music musicians one of the one of the guys that we did an album with this brilliant indie rock band from karachi called lee sharp they told us that they were so encouraged by the response uh, they got in patari that they're now going to do another album at the end of the year So that means a lot to us. But we were able to provide a platform, and remember, we still about only seven thousand people are using the platform. And even with those seven thousand people, we're able to accomplish this much. So it only excites me that what we can do once we open up the floodgates and we have apps and we have our recommendation engines, and those things are coming. We're going to have dedicated new and popular section. We have a recommendation engine built; it's almost ready to go. We'll recommend new music to you. We have a radio feature coming. Our apps are a couple of weeks out. So once we have the platform at a feature complete level, and social networking features are coming as well. Once we get those in a couple of months. then we'll start actually focusing on expanding our reach beyond the platform digital platform and investing in content promoting new music making live gigs happen that is all pretty much a part of the plan going forward so khalid if i go back to something that you mentioned you said there's no money in music in pakistan yeah. so yep. what's your business model how are you 
how are you going to monetize? Right. So it's pretty much like how Spotify does it or Tana does it as well. It's basically um, we we're gonna have a free tier, so which will be ad based. So every four or five songs, you get to hear an ad. Um, and after that, uh, we're gonna have a premium subscription model where you can. So we've partnered with a couple of telcos and telecoms in Pakistan. And what you, what happens is that you pay a very little amount of money. Literally, it's uh, it's uh, in fifty, uh, sixty rupees a month or something like that, which is about uh, you know not even less than a dollar. So less than a dollar, you know, half a dollar or something for a month. And what you get in return is you get free three G, four G. You get to download songs and you get to listen to it ad free. So our idea is that this audience has never been. Exposed to the idea of paying. No, we always said the problem wasn't that people in Pakistan don't want to pay for music. It's always they didn't have a good enough incentive to do so. And now, so many people have reached out and said, "We would love to pay. You know, shut up and take our money. Just, just take the money." Literally, there was a meme the other day said, "Take my money. Take it. Take it. Take it now." And and that which was pretty cool because in Pakistan, the audience has was like twenty, thirty, forty years of piracy behind them. Those people are now saying, "We want to pay." Because it's affordable, it's easy, it's accessible. So we think that can explode in a big way. And for foreign audience, we'll pro- it's a similar model as well. You charge your credit cards. You you know you just you 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 get a monthly or yearly or quarterly subscription. Then we're also going to do sponsored playlists. So for example, if you have a good morning playlist, we can brand it with a coffee brand and say you know get out of the bed in the morning with this coffee brand. Uh, let's give you an example. So there are a couple of very interesting uh, ways that we can explore. uh this this going forward basically uh, the business model but for now the premium and the premium subscriptions are the go to way that we plan on making money kali one last question so um pakistan often gets a bad uh image in the press yeah um if if someone who's not familiar with pakistan it seems like it's a very difficult place <laughs> for entrepreneurship so how did you manage what advice would you give to entrepreneurs not only in pakistan but all over the world So well first of all the, the perception of Pakistan are indeed very very you know skewed and not accurate it's not that bad i remember one of my friends he had a girlfriend in the states and he said that every time i think of pakistan i think of mordor so <laughs> pakistan is not mordor um the thing about pakistan is that look it's very nascent and the entrepreneurship uh Uh, is still is an infancy in Pakistan. Um, there's not a culture of risk taking, but things are changing. Um, the, the, the the incubator that we are in, Plan Nine, is a Punjab government initiative. I think the KPK government has a similar initiative, and there is Invest to Innovate, uh, Lums Entrepreneurship Center. So incubation centers, accelerators, Nestio, you know, springing up and. the venture vc networks and mentor networks are forming there's still a very long way to go um but there's some very exciting stuff happening in pakistan it's very difficult one of the biggest challenges is the lack of a proper payment gateway um even if you have to charge you know credit cards abroad it's a huge hassle it's very expensive uh or you know getting that done so those problems are there but there's some very exciting stuff on around entrepreneurship that's happening Now, there needs to be a shift in the academic uh, curriculum of Pakistan as well. The mindsets need to change, but it's all slowly, slowly happening. Because look, it's all about proof of concept. If if a couple of startups make it, then it establishes, a, you know, a, a road for people to follow. 
for the first time in the, the in this cycle a couple of pakistani startups actually got interviews with uh, y combinator imagine if one of them actually gets in right <coughs> if one of the startups actually builds or comes out of plan 9 and some of them have raised pretty decent amounts of investments uh, uh you know if, if they became success stories then it becomes easier for others to follow so in that respect pakistan is and and, uh, and the thing about a developing economy is and it's kind of like pakistan is that these challenges breed a unique opportunity because it is so difficult to do um there is literally very little competition if you can do it well and if you're willing to be the first line of the soldiers in the war who gets a little bloody but gets the job done then there, there is a lot of opportunity because then there isn't much competition uh, to begin with that you can actually so you can pretty much be the, the the de facto leaders of that industry but when we entered the market there were a couple of people trying to do similar things but in a matter of weeks we overtook them in terms of traffic and interest because we did it really well so that is the thing about uh, Pakistan that it's it's literally opportunities are endless uh just as a bit of hard work and you know thick skin to get through Thank you very much Khalid that was great and I hope that very soon you will take Batari just not just within Pakistan but uh, to the wider world and introduce the wonderful world of Pakistani music to everyone else Hopefully I I I <clears throat> I hope so as well. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to speak on this uh, platform. It means a lot.